This is your Best Life Ever Podcast, Episode 2. Some things you gotta live with, some you gotta deal with, some you gotta keep inside. It's not easy healing with the pain you're feeling, and you just can't hide. Welcome to your Best Life Ever podcast. I'm Justin Thomas, and this is the podcast that is committed to helping you dominate this life, to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. My goal is to help you get breakthrough, learn new skills, and create lifelong habits that will help you break through so you can start living your best life ever. What is up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. And again, my name is Justin Thomas, and you have episode two of your Best Life Ever podcast. I'm so pumped. I have had a crazy week, and I'm excited to share that with you because I have had, it's been probably about a week, week and a half since we started your Best Life Ever podcast. And the thing that I've found interesting is that once you do anything like this and you're passionate about it or you love it, you become obsessed with it and you start thinking of every little detail um, and how you can do it. Whether, you know, I think about what I ate and I'm like, oh, I could do a food podcast or uh, sports. I could do a sports podcast. And, and you know, instead of just really taking uh, what's going on in your life and just kind of processing that. And that's kind of what I'm really kind of aiming to do uh, is to continue to just uh, be passionate about what's going on in my life and just hope that you relate with it also. Uh, The real key takeaway that I've learned is, you know, when you ask feedback with people that you love, you're going to get it, right? So when you start getting the first episode going, you start hearing the positives and the negatives and the one main uh, theme that I keep getting is to just be yourself. And that's really what our whole aim is, is maybe be a little off topic, not really, you know, go here and there. That's me. So I just say, Hey, give me a chance as you're listening to this, try a couple episodes and, uh, really just see if you're getting growth on it. And I know I am cause it's, it's been a wild ride seeing this whole process. So I'm excited. So one of the uh, things is crazy. We had a uh, a death in our family this last week, week and a half on my wife's side. And it really helped me see about loss this week. The death was on my wife's side of the family and it was a, it was a car accident. We lost someone close that we loved and it was completely out of nowhere. And honestly, it was hard for everyone. And they live in the Bay Area, and we're we're in Portland, Oregon. So it's a good, it's ten and a half hours, but with breaks and everything, it's a good solid twelve hour drive from where we live outside of Portland. And that drive sure gives you a lot of time to think, 
And I had a plan for today's episode, and after just kind of experiencing everything I did this week, I just saw so many amazing things. I just saw restoration. I saw changes in people. I saw uh, people step up that you wouldn't be. I saw pain, and it's just really um, been was really inspiring to me to see family love it at the way that they did through this, and and uh, how inspiring it was to me. It was the longest trip that my family has ever done together. My kids, uh, my son's 16, my daughter's almost 13, and we had a ton of laughs and, uh, you know, new experiences and, and you know, cool gold gate bridge and just all those fun things. But when it came to the time we were together, it just got me started thinking about loss, uh, and our life as the, as a journey and how, how to deal, how we deal with grief or loss of any kind, not just death, but, but loss and how we can make changes in our life from, you know, how we maybe want to live our life differently and, and how to deal with it when we lose somebody in, in our life. And I stumbled across this quote, uh, a couple of them. One was uh, from Gandhi saying, there's no goodbyes for us. Wherever you are, you will always be in my heart. And then another quote from uh, my main man, Jesus, in John uh, chapter 3, uh, he says, you know, just uh, we know this verse, a lot of people do, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that anyone who believes in him will have eternal life and that he sent his son to the world not to judge it, but to save it. And I just thought about that, not even from a religious standpoint. Um, you know, having faith does give you a way to have, you know, when times are tough to just kind of give it up. But if you don't, there's other ways of dealing with grief and, and not doing that through, um, you know, deep sorrow or loss of any kind, uh, losing a loved one is hard. And when it's someone that we cherish or care for, I just realize that, you know, these profound feelings that we have, you know, of sadness and emptiness, despair, loneliness, helplessness, all those feelings that we get, or maybe guilt that what we did with a relationship or what we said in an argument or what we didn't say or what we couldn't say or all those feelings arise and you've got to learn how to not just bury them but deal with them because it's healthy as you do. And what I saw this weekend was great things too. You know, like I said earlier, I saw uh, deep stages over this last week that of grief that people go through. And so I just want to identify a couple of them. Maybe you're going through a hard time. Maybe you may be having a similar situation as we had. And, uh, you know, not trying to be all lowly, you know, there, but we're going to spend a little bit of time on that. And then we'll kind of see how we can make some changes too, without it being about grief. And so, uh, let's just take a couple look at some of the stages that we could go through when you're dealing with a loss of some kind. And I know these are kind of going to be like a brick, right? You can use a brick to build a house or you can use it to break a window. It's really whatever the person holding it wants to do with it. You know, the phrase you can, you know, glass half empty or half full. 
uh, it's basically going to be how you choose to see things or how you find healing in this coping process. And, and there's a lot of times where people are so justified in their guilt or their pain, but working through them to be a better version of yourself is really the key. So some of the stages that we go through when we look at something like this, the first one is just disbelief, right? The, when, when that initial shock comes or we get bad news of someone that, let's say for instance, that someone we love and you ask yourself, what? Or you get that call that, that breaks you to your knees. Those are tough. It's tough. And you just come to that place of just, you, you just can't believe it. And even, even if it's somebody who you don't see very often, it's just being like, even if they weren't ever someone you reached out to, just the disbelief that they're not there anymore is it's crazy. And then, you know, as you go into that second stage of that is it's denial. You, you can't believe what happened. And you're, it's so difficult to accept the reality of what's going on. Or you think, you know, is this really happening? Or why is this happening to me? Just all those pain and struggle goes through in our head. And then you kind of go to, to anger, really, which is that third stage of it. And you suddenly realize that you, you, why, why did this happen? Or you blame or someone's at fault or why did this happen? And things aren't supposed to be this way. And, you get angry and sometimes life isn't fair. And and when you go to blame, sometimes, sometimes there's just no one to blame. And so then what do you do? You start to kind of bargain, I guess, you know, it's, you, you realize that there's, there's no point to being angry. And then, then what are you going to do? You know, how, however you've, plead however you do things different if you start to go through regret or feel guilty at this stage you'll tend to plead with others or maybe you do go to God if you don't you know if if you believe in your faith or a higher power or whatever you want to call it uh this is where people tend to ask why did God do this or those things and I'm telling you I'll tell you this isn't trying to be a sermon but he's a giver not a taker and that's for another day, but he didn't do it. You know, sometimes think bad things happen to good people, but it's not God who did it. And so we'll, we'll just leave that there. But when we're going through that sadness, things sometimes are just the way they are and you got to accept it. And it takes time and the timeline is different for everybody. Right? So if, what you're going through is just too difficult or there's emptiness in your heart or a deep sense of sadness or you're depressed or lonely or isolated and you can't deal with it anymore. Once you get to that place of acceptance, sometimes I think it has to have time to get that acceptance of everything that's going on, which is that next stage. Once you understand that it just is what it is. You can kind of start to get up, especially when it's rocked you at your core. You know, you may not be able to m- fully move on, but, but you could get through your day. That burden seems just to get a little easier. Pain's still there, 
but that deep sense of sadness you experienced with the previous stage, you know, kind of helps you get to peace with things. And then you get hope, which is that kind of that last stage where you're, you're, you start to see new opportunities come into your life and energy and purpose and direction. And suddenly there's hope that you can fully move on and, and do with that. And, and, you know, I started thinking about that peace of mind you get when you break through that tough period in a stage that you're dealing with and your your future becomes brighter or bigger. And I'm not just talking about death here. I'm talking about anything, right? Any loss, any pain, any struggle, any trial. You got to fight. Like you just got to want it. And if you don't have hope, that hopelessness will eat you alive. You know, the enemy's here to steal, kill, and destroy. Hit your guts. Wants you to feel less and hopeless and empty and loss of direction. And that's not who we're created to be. Experiencing any type of pain or loss is so difficult. Uh, and resisting that can be so hard. And that's the very reason I think it's important that when you come to that point where you can release your emotions out in the open, you know, they say, you know, guys don't cry and guys don't, don't bottle it up. Find whoever you can, if it's a counselor or a family member or a friend, but work through that because once you do, that acceptance just is awesome. And I think once you hold back, don't hold back. That healing is just awesome. And then you, and you won't, and don't grieve alone either. You know, talk about good times, funny times. Do you remember when? Unforgettable times. Uh, these memories, Sharon, change the mood. I think about the funeral we went to. Uh, this family member had an electric personality. And people were sharing stories and other people in the room were yelling going, yep, that happened to me too. Because, and people were laughing and telling stories and the whole mood of it changed because we just started thinking about how much fun we had when we were with that person and we were reminded about the good times. It didn't change the pain, but it made it a little easier. And so, when we do that, it's that simple, simple point of just letting go. The acceptance comes. Whatever that timeline is for you is going to be different. But avoid making light major decisions for a little while when you're grieving. If you're grieving, it can cloud your judgment, right? So give it time before you go deciding to, you know, quit school or you know, leave a job or, you know, just something crazy. Just give it a little bit of time because we, we don't always make the most rash decisions when we're, when we're dealing with pain. About it at the top of the show, but there was a couple other cool things that I saw happen that were just really powerful. I just saw, I saw people, you know, and they say like, uh, when a tragedy hits or, a, um, like a, I think of Hurricane Katrina. When Hurricane Katrina showed up, how many people stepped up to the plate that were heroes and that kind of stuff. Uh, saw some of that this week and this week too. Uh, saw 
I saw some restoration of some relationships. I saw some young people that we just saw as kids transition into adults in the way that they just stepped up and took advantage of their moment, kind of like our theme song. And it just really got me thinking of like, how does this translate into uh, grief and loss transitioning into living your best life ever? And I started, uh, you know, last week we talked about living a limitless life from that movie and, and we're all different in different stages of life, right? Some of us are living the high life. We have more than we could have ever imagined and life is bliss. To those, I salute you. But some of us are just trying to make it, right? Some of us feel hopeless or are always hoping that they get that break or are somewhere in between. But wherever you fit in on the spectrum, I say live life to the fullest, Live a life that leaves an imprint on others. Live your best life ever. I'm not saying that because it's the name of my podcast, but I'm saying it because it's, 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 it's what my whole heart is. I, I want to be better. I always want to be better. I don't want to just, I don't want to be the same as I was yesterday. There's days I am, but I started looking at it from loss and looking at this life what story do you want to tell we get we get one chance to write our story you know do you remember those uh okay so i'm a little probably older than some a little younger than others but when i was a kid they had those books called choose your choose your own adventure and what they do in those choose your own adventure books is you get to like page 28 and then in the story, it would say, hey, if you want to go here, then you turn to page 51. And if you want to go to here, you turn to page 46. And I don't understand how it worked, but it was cool, right? You got to choose your own adventure. Well, that's, just, that's the same thing about life, right? So this next season of your life, no matter how scary it is, no matter how uncertain it is, it's nothing more than the story that you're going to tell one day. So tell a story where you don't have to skip any parts of it. Tell a good story. Live it to the fullest. Don't be perfect. Just be the best you can be. Because think about it. When you meet someone new, you tell your whole life in about two sentences, right? Oh, I went to this school, and I grew up here, and I had this friend. And, and, and so when you look back at your life now, when you back, look back at this season of your life, what two sentences are you going to tell? Are you going to tell a, someone who was a victim and just never got a break, or, or someone that was a victor that just got up and did something about it, that grabbed their life by their bootstraps and found a way when there was no way. That's that's what living in your best life ever is. At least it is to me. And so when I look at my story, a redemption story, or payback, or anger, or you know, battling through addiction, or success... 
I'm saying, what is it going to look like? What does it look like so far? What do I need to change? Because when we're gone, like I saw this week, we're not going to worry about how much money we had or how much stuff we had. The only thing that will matter is the impact you had on other people's lives. What I realized this week is that at my funeral, they won't talk about how much money I have or they're going to talk about my successes. They're going to talk about, well, they won't even talk about my successes. They're not my achievements. They won't care about my achievements. They're going to talk about Justin, who Justin was, how Justin lived, how Justin loved, how Justin made an impact on people. That's what they're going to talk about. And if you don't, they won't. Leave the world better than you found it. Life's a mirror. Life doesn't give us what we want. Life gives us what we put into it, what we are. When you're born, I heard that this week. I'd love to quote whoever it was, but I don't remember who it was. But he said, when you were born, you cried while the world rejoiced. I say live a life where the world may cry while you rejoice when you're gone, basically. Not that they're crying out of sorrow for anything except for how much they're going to miss you. That the the impact that you had on others' lives and around that were, were the reason why you're missed so much. Not by the 20 people that are in your circle or your family, but you made an impact. It's the whole reason I wanted to do this podcast. It's because my family was sick. Friends were sick of hearing me always telling this stuff to them. So I figured I'll go talk to a microphone and hope it touches somebody that I never got a chance to otherwise. I just want to live life to the fullest. We can't change the past. We can only make a decision now to live life to the fullest. Never look back unless you're trying to go that way, said Henry David Thoreau. That was a, a awesome quote. Never look back unless you're planning to go that way. Everything you miss, you have gained something else. And everything you gain, you lose something else. Ralph Waldo L. L. Emerson, if I can talk. So I got me thinking, what am I grateful for? Or what could I be grateful for? What's good right now? Dream as if you'll live forever. And live like you're going to die today. That's what James Dean said. So, I just challenge you. As you look back at this season of life, what two sentences are you going to tell? How are you going to make a change? What adversity are you handling right now? And how are you going to get out of it? One of, the, one of the things that I always do and I've been doing, especially lately, is uh, you know reverse engineer. Basically, I, uh, I journal every day. And I've ran across a couple trials or times I've been stuck. I have a, a business uh, that, you know, insurance business that um, you get stuck at times. And I started reverse engineering. I started basically journaling out like I was telling somebody how I succeeded and hit all my goals 
and it literally created a roadmap that was like a perfect task list for me to uh, really outline what I needed to do to hit and be what I needed to be. So those are the tips and tricks that are working for me. I'm just sharing them with you. If they work, great. If they don't, trash them. But don't let another day go by where you're not making a change, where you're not where you're not dealing with this pain that you've dealt with, that you're not you're not working through it to be better, not to be perfect, just to be better. And then we can go like what James Dean said, dream as if you'll live forever and live if you're going to die today. Again, thanks for tuning in to your Best Life Ever podcast. Again, my name is Justin Thomas. Please do not forget to subscribe if this podcast serves you because it does help us. You can find us on all the major podcast outlets, Anchor, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. I want to thank you because your time is valuable and you took the time to check us out. Comment, feedback, you can email me at info at justinlthomas.com or you can go to our website justinlthomas.com there you'll find our show notes coaching newsletters all of the things that you can use to help you have your best life ever see you next week be braver when you get the